righty then, welcome to the Sneaky Plays podcast, Thursday, September 24th. We're here for week three of the NFL season, both DraftKings plays and picks against the spread. We are without the infamous Chris Morse, but Dom and I are going to forge ahead and uh, get this done quickly. Got to face adversity, you know, got to face it. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, let's just jump right into it. Um, got some nice, solid plays this week for DraftKings. And then I feel like against the spread, I'm, uh, I'm going a little overboard with some picking some dogs this week. But Ooh, yeah. this I, week, I don't know this where week, you're at. This week's tough for the spreads. I was looking, I mean, I took a bunch of them already, but this week is tough. You know, it compared to the first the first two weeks were easy money. This week is going to be a tough one. Yeah, well, it's it'll be interesting. Um, once more, since in his picks, maybe he'll finally catch up. Who knows? I <laughs> doubt it, though. It's off to a rocky start. Ugh. All right. Anyway, the reason we're here, DraftKings plays week three of the NFL season. As always, we're going to start with quarterbacks, finish with defense. Dom, you have the floor. Who's who's your guy that's going to be slinging the rock for you under the radar in your DraftKings lineup this week? So this week is one of the guys that really impressed last week and a guy we talked about, I would think, extensively when we did our preview for the AFC West, and that's Justin Herbert. Uh, at 5900 he's kind of a lower-priced starting quarterback. But if he can put together a game against the, the Panthers like he did against the Chiefs last week, He's going to be rocking and rolling this week, and I can't wait to see it. Uh, you know, we were kind of both wrong on our predictions where we thought he was going to come in later in the season. Uh, but I really do like Justin Herbert to kind of take off this week. Had a great game last week. And the Panthers, you know, they do have a decent defense from what I see. Uh, I know they have lost, you know, two games and do give up points. But I think Justin Herbert can overcome that and have a really good week this week. Yeah, so Herbert, uh, I mean, you know, shout out. I mean, not shout out. I mean, I just feel so bad for Tyrod Taylor. Oh, uh, yeah. Terrible I mean, thing to happen to him. And that's the only reason he lost his job. So I wouldn't say we're wrong about <laughs> saying Herbert is going to come in probably halfway point. But, um, you know, here we are. Herbert's in starting lineup. He actually had a good start against the Chiefs when he, when he uh, got that, you know, basically – 20 minutes before the game hey you're starting dude and he was like oh i thought uh, is that a joke and they're like nah you're 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 in and uh he played well um but against the panthers i think they're going to be using the ground game a lot um you know i think where where he will get his points is through keaton allen um short passes and austin eckler in the screen game so he couldn't end up with a couple touchdowns that way um but I love the ground game for the Chargers better this week. Um, but he's, alas, 5900 not a bad price for him, especially against the Panthers defense. That's been yielding some points in general, albeit mostly through running backs. But we'll see. I think, I think he could have a decent week. Um, what scares me is Tom Brady only had like eight fantasy points against the Panthers this past weekend. So uh, yeah, that is true. But he also didn't have Chris Godwin. Can't forget that. That's true. That's true. And, but, Rob, I mean, and Rob Gronkowski just looks like he's shot. Yeah, but I mean, really, who does 
uh, Herbert have besides Keenan Allen as wide receivers? I guess, but I mean, he's got Hunter Henry. He's got, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. Austin Eckler is going to obviously, like you said, going to be a big part of the pass game too. I think he's got a little bit more weapons this week than Tom Brady had last week against the Panthers. That's fair. Yeah, I think Scotty Miller did drop like a touchdown pass or something too. So, Um, all right. My guy this week at quarterback, uh, going to double down from last week, Ryan Tannehill, 5,900 against Minnesota. Um, this Minnesota defense is allowing 33 points per football game that they've played this year. Um, and that's the one reason why I'm going to pick Tannehill. Uh, the big Derrick Henry game does scare me a slight bit, but Tannehill has been a top five quarterback since he came, you know, in as a starter last season, you know, so – um, I mean, he had a good week last week, good week, week one. I don't see why he doesn't put up 20 fantasy points again this week, especially in a DraftKings format. Yeah, no, I really like Tannehill. Uh, I know I was a hater last year, but you know, he kind of proved me, proved me wrong all year. And his first two weeks, he's played really well. Um, and Minnesota, I think, is just very underachieving right now. Uh, this defense doesn't, you know, this defense is billed as a top defense in the league, you know, they get Njoku, not Njoku, uh, Nagakwe, uh, and they end up getting, you know, and it's, oh, this defense is going to shut a lot of teams out, this and that, and they haven't. Um, and I expect a big game from Ryan Tanhill, but like you said, Derrick Henry does kind of scare me where if he gets going, because he'll just feed him the ball nonstop. But like he's at 5,900, either Herbert or Tannehill, I feel like are good options just because of their price, because then you can pay up at whatever position you want, really. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, Tannehill has six touchdowns on the year, no picks. He's he's doing great. He's not going to turn the ball over for you. So um, I, I, I feel a consistent floor coming from him this year. So I really like that, especially at this price, under $6,000. All right. Let's move on to running backs. I'll start here. Um, my under-the-radar guy is Devin Singletary at $4,900 against the Rams. Um, Zach Moss is dealing with a toe injury. Don't know his status for Sunday. Um, Singletary and Moss kind of have been almost a 50-50 split, but um, with Moss dealing with that toe injury and the Rams defense ranking 31st against running backs in fantasy realm so far, um, I really like Singletary's, you know, potential this week, especially only at 4,900 as a starting running back. So um, give me Devin Singletary, 4,900 under the radar this week. And who's your higher guy? Yeah, I'm going to grow with <laughs> – actually, it's not too high for me, but I'm going to roll with Kenyon Drake at 6,000 against Detroit. Um, I feel like this is Kenyon Drake's this season's coming out party. Um, he's been all over Twitter saying, y'all doubting me in fantasy now, just wait. Um, so – uh, I like I like his price this week six only six thousand against a Detroit defense that just has been yielding two hundred yards on the ground per game. I mean an absurd number. Um, obviously, it's going to be split between him and Kyler Murray, but uh, Drake's been playing seventy percent of the snaps at running back, um, and it's just six thousand dollars for me against Detroit. It just screams like I need to play this guy this week. Yeah, no, definitely like all those. I really do like Kenyon Drake. Uh, I think now that DeAndre Hopkins is there, 
Uh, Nick Kyler Murray's got a year on with, with the offense under his belt. I think Kenyon Drake's a perfect fit for the Arizona Cardinals, and I really do like that pick. And Devin Singletary, I can see where you're coming from. I kind of have a similar pick uh, with my, my under-the-radar running back. But, you know, injured running backs, you're going to get a lot of touches as a starting running back as a backup. And, uh, you know, so you could, you know, to, it's a hit or miss. But, you know, if you hit, you hit big. And if you miss, it's no big deal. Uh, so for my picks, my first guy is going to be my more expensive one. But even that, he's not really crazy expensive. That's Melvin Gordon. Uh, running the ball decently well, uh, 70 yards, over 70 yards, first two games uh, against Pittsburgh and Tennessee. Those are two defenses also that aren't, you know, they're, they're no joke. I mean, they're pretty good defenses. Um, but he's got a touchdown in each head receiving touchdown uh, last week and then a r- rushing touchdown a week before. He has a couple long runs in the year, and I think at 5,800, he's a steal and a value to your lineup. Uh, you know, And if you want to pay up a little bit more, that's fine, but you know, uh, I think he is really good in Melvin Gordon this week. And then my second guy, under the radar guy, is <laughs> you're going to love this pick. Frank Gore going oh. up against the Colts at 4,400. Uh. Only because... Only because I know the Colts have been playing really good defense. They, I believe, virtually shut out uh, Dalvin Cook last week. But if you look at if you look at what the Jets are doing, Frank Gore's been—I mean—touched the ball 21 times last week. Uh, you know, if he can rip off a long run or two, you know, that's a lot of points for him. Uh, that, but the only thing is, like, it's Frank Gore. You know, the Jets' offense scares me, but. I do like Frank Gore this week going up against the Colts as an under-the-radar guy. I'm going to stay away from Frank Gore. Um, just He's just not efficient. Even if he gets the ball 20 times, it's just inefficient carries, and it's just driving me crazy that Adam Gase like, <laughs> wants to use him. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to stay away from him. I'm going to stay away from the Jets until they prove otherwise that they can actually play a decent <laughs> game of football. Um, but Melvin Gordon, on the other hand, I really like. Uh, I think Tampa Bay's defense is actually pretty good, but where they let points up is on the ground to running back. So Melvin Gordon at that price, under $6,000, pretty much has the sole carrier of the football for the Broncos. Driscoll's going to have to hand it off a bunch because, you know, obviously not that great of a passer. Um, so, yeah, I really like Melvin Gordon this week, Tom. Yeah, it's there are a lot of good running back plays this week at lower prices. So I really suggest you kind of dig deep into those those guys this week if you're you know for your daily fantasy. Yeah, I will say uh, Josh Kelly, I believe, is at five thousand dollars. Also a good play um, under the radar. Going to get most of the carries for the Chargers, and like we said earlier, Carolina's run defense is kind of miserable. So he's also a guy to look out for under the radar. All right. Let's move on to wide receivers. We got three of them, Dom. Who uh, you got a low guy, high guy, middle guy? Yeah, so my high guy this week is going to be Tyler Lockett at 6,400. Nice. Uh, while that's probably, you know, it's top 15 in prices, he's towards the lower end of that. Uh, him and DK Metcalf are virtually the same play, or virtually the same type of receiver for the Seahawks team. And Metcalf's $100 more. So, I mean, if you want to spend that, you know, it's fine. But I really do like Tyler Lockett. Double-digit fantasy points in both games so far. And this Dallas defense is just atrocious. I mean, 
there's no nothing that uh, that they're doing well right now uh, as a team as a defense. I mean, they do pull out that one out of their out of their asses against the Falcons, but I really do like Tyler Lockett this week to kind of go off. Uh, my next guy, who was my next guy? Oh, my lower price guy is C.D. Lamb. Uh, you know, the same thing with the Seahawks uh, Cowboys matchup and CeeDee Lamb at 5,400. I know he's a little higher priced than he has been in the last two weeks, but that's because he's still, he's become really efficient in that offense. Uh, last week, I think he went for over a hundred yards receiving still no touchdowns, but he'll get, you know, touchdowns eventually. And this is Seattle defense. Just let Julian Edelman do whatever he wanted uh, to them last week. So I expect CeeDee Lamb to really, uh, kind of go off again this week and it continuing until they realize that like, Hey, we really need to watch uh, out for CD lamb. And, you know, maybe that opens it up for the Cowboys and, you know, they can start playing a little bit better on offense. Uh, and then my middle guy, and it's really sad that I'm saying this is my middle guy. Cause I really think he's one of the best receivers in the league is Keenan Allen at 6,100. Uh, like you said before, Short passes, he's going to get you know get his he catches virtually everything that's thrown to him. Uh, a good stacking option if you're going to pick a, a Herbert at QB. And you know, week one was whatever. Week two, he really came out, uh, balled out, and I really expect him to kind of do the same thing this week against the Panthers. Yeah, uh, you know, going right back to Keenan Allen, I think he benefits greatly from Justin Herbert throwing the football as opposed to Tyrod Taylor. So um, I think Keenan Allen's going to have. He's going to step up right now with Herbert as his, as the quarterback and um, help out the young rookie uh, going forward. So I like Keenan Allen going forward for sure. Um, and then, yeah, we got to attack this Seattle-Dallas game. Um, I also have a player from that game that I'll mention, but our Lockett is a great play. Um, obviously, I look for him in fantasy pretty, pretty often. He's going to be a guy I, you know, slock into my lineup, and I'm like, cool, he's going to get me 12 points easily without even, like, thinking about it. Um, C.D. Lamb is interesting. Um, You know, his price has gone up already, so that's something to look out for going forward. Um, But, yeah, I I like C.D. Lamb, and I like all three Dallas receivers this week, and that's going to bring me to my receivers and one that's been underappreciated because I know everyone's on C.D. Lamb. I'm on Amari Cooper, $6,500. I mean – against Seattle this week, how do you not – like, you have to love this play. Um, he's had 11.5 targets per game, and uh, he's averaging 100 yards in the, in the first two games. You know, so Mari Cooper's been under a look so far. He's, he's putting up the points, uh, I think, 18 and 19 consecutively in points. Um, Seattle ranks 32nd against wide receivers. We saw what Edelman and Nikhil Harry did this past weekend. Um, on Sunday night. So Amari Cooper, 6,500 is an absolute steal for me going down to the middle. I got my guy, Terry McLaurin, 5,900 against Cleveland. Um, love his price as a number one wide receiver, even if it is Dwayne Haskins throwing in the football. Um, McLaurin always seems to find a way to be open, man. The guy is a great route runner, great receiver has elite speed. Um, and now he's going up against Cleveland. That's you know, 27th in passing yards allowed per game. So Terry McLaurin, I think, is going to have another solid week this week uh, going up against Cleveland. And then low, 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 low here. I mean, I'm shooting real low. 
Adam Humphreys, 3,900 against Minnesota. Oh. I'm going to pair him with Ryan Tannehill. And, you know, Adam Humphreys has had two solid weeks back-to-back. A.J. Brown is questionable yet again, probably not going to play. So there's room for Adam Humphreys in this offense, especially when he's already averaging six and a half targets per game um, at $3,900 and his floor is 10 points. Give me Adam Humphreys all day, especially in this weak matchup against Minnesota. Yeah, I love all your picks. Amari Cooper, I've another player I've been really down on the last few years that we've done this podcast. Uh, but he's put two consecutive really good weeks together. And I expect a third out of him also. Uh, these Dallas wide receivers, I mean, they're very talented. And I just think that last week, you know, was kind of like, hey, we're down big. We got to do whatever we can mm-hmm. to come back. And, they, you know, they got their benefit. They benefited from that, you know, these wide receivers. Um, but I expect another big week. And like I said, like we, you said, and I said, you know, Seahawks defense just seems to love to give up points to the wide receivers. Uh, so this game is definitely one you should target. Uh, Humphreys, I do, I love that too. If his floor is 10 points, then there's absolutely no reason not to take him. Uh, especially even at like a flex position, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever you want to, you know, play it, you know, with your prices. But that's a guy that really saves you a lot of money and can benefit you a lot. You know, the risk reward, like I always talk about, the rewards are much greater than the risk. Uh, and who is your third pick again? Uh, Terry McLaurin against Cleveland. Oh, yeah, I love that pick also. I think I think this one might be the week that the Washington football team puts it together against the Browns, and Terry McLaurin's definitely going to be one of those guys that's going to be at the forefront of it. Uh, so look for that. I mean, I do think Cleveland will win the game, but I do think the Washington football team will put together a complete game for the first time in three weeks. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, Cleveland's defense really isn't that good. And we saw it against the Bengals, allowing them to come back and cover the spread. Um, I mean, I feel a similar thing coming this week. Cleveland's a seven-point favorite, but I don't see it that way. I see Washington keeping mm-hmm. this game pretty close, battling you know, from within a touchdown behind the whole game and using Terry McLaurin and Antonio Gibson out of the backfield. So, um, yeah, I, you know, I, like these, I like these picks. I mean, definitely attack the Seattle-Dallas game this week. Um, whichever you're feeling, kind of. I'm feeling Amari Cooper this week. Dom's feeling C.D. Lamb. But, I mean, Michael Gallup, you know, he's been, yeah, he's he's been no low. he's slouchy either. Yeah, but he's been low-key, and people are going to stay away from him. If this, you know, if you want to take the shot at Michael Gallup, he'll probably be owned only about, like, 5 or 6 7%. And that's that's a guy that could win you a week, dude. He's He is really talented. He's just been kind of slouching the first two weeks. If he – gets it together for this week, ooh, you could you could have a winner right there. Um, and then, yeah, Lockett and Metcalf both, I would say, interchangeable this year. And um, with those prices, you can't ignore them. Mm-hmm. All right. Are you, you have anything yeah, else no, for I'm receivers? Good. I'm good. All right. So let's move on to tight ends. Um, I'll roll right through here for tight ends. And, you know, I always play the lowest guy I could possibly play at tight end. And this week I have a, a Washington Husky, Drew Sample. <laughs> Drew Sample, $3,500 against the Eagles. The Cincinnati new tight end after the Uzama Achilles injury. Um, Philly allowed Tyler Higby to do literally whatever he pleased this past weekend. Um, you know, yielding points at a tight end, left and right. 
Uh, Drew Sample had nine targets this past week, seven receptions. Um, so, you know, Joe Burrow is a young rookie quarterback. What do they love to do? Go to the tight ends, go to the slot receivers. So I think Drew Sample, who's a really talented pass catcher, is going to have a solid week this weekend at 3,500 against Philly. Like I said, who just allowed Tyler Higby to do whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the shot. Drew Sample, 3,500 this week. I mean, you took the words right out of my mouth. Um, when I was watching this game last Thursday with the Bengals-Browns, I was like, this guy is going to be the guy to go to uh, next week in this podcast. Uh, and if you saw it, watched that game too, you saw a lot of those targets, right? He had nine targets, but a lot of them were, what, in the second half, I would say? Mm-hmm. They were in like a flurry of targets that he received. And I think Bengals do compete in this game. Uh, and I do think if they do win this one, he's going to be, again, at the forefront of a lot of targets and possibly a touchdown, you know. Uh, and I do think he'll have a really good game this week. And I do love Joe Burrow, how he just, you know, Joe Burrow's just going to throw the ball and throw the ball and throw the ball when they go down. And Drew Sample's going to be the beneficiary of a lot. Yeah, so we're doubling down on Drew Sample, huh? Mm-hmm. I, I, think, right. I think that's the pick. Yeah, I, I agree. And, you know, I actually set up a lineup earlier and I, you know, had these lower price guys in, and then it actually allowed me to have Russell Wilson as my quarterback. So... <laughs> Yeah, if, you know, I know we say under the radar quarterback, pay up other, you know, everywhere else. But if you can look at your, you know, skill position guys and then, you know, have $7,000 or more left for a quarterback, you spend up at quarterback, especially if it's Russell Wilson or Lamar Jackson. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, we're telling you these under radar guys, you can pay up at other spots. But if you're like, eh, I don't know, I could actually pay only $4,900 to have a Singletary and only $6,000 for Kenyon Drake. And then only $3,500 at tight end, I'm looking at almost $7,000 for quarterback. So, you know, it's, it really depends on how you put your lineup together. Um, we just give you the under radar guys at, at quarterback because, you know, we want you to pay up elsewhere at skill positions. And if, you know, you're afraid, you know, of, you know, paying down elsewhere, you know, and being safe at quarterback. So, um, yeah, I mean, this week, tight end man it's i feel like it's a no-brainer 3500 drew sample man yeah there's i don't see any other option honestly all right let's move on to defense dom um i know i'm paying up this week against uh against somebody who, who do you have well i was looking and i don't see a lot of good bottom of the barrel options this week yeah uh, nope no, not. none that none that can really surprise you uh I was thinking Raiders, but then I was like, I have Patriots put up, like to put up points, and the Raiders didn't play great defense uh, on Monday night against the Saints. I know they did did win, but they didn't play great defense. Uh, I like the Giants again, man. 2,700 against a really banged up uh, 49ers team. It sounds like, I mean, Mostert's not going to play. Kittle is, I, I haven't heard anything on Kittle, uh, but even if he does play, he's still banged up. Uh, I don't Garoppolo. I don't think is going to play either. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like this Giants team at twenty seven hundred, and I know that and they played well again last week against the Bears. And Bears was uh, offense that I know Morris targeted last week with Allen Robinson and whatnot. Uh, but I really do like this ho- home game for the Giants. I really like them to come out and you know I think they could win this game. Wow. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, the 49ers are banged up. No Moster. It's going to be Mullins at quarterback. Um, but he knows the offense, so we'll see. And then Kittle is supposed to be back this week. So it'll be an interesting football game. Like, you know, especially all the injuries on both offense and defense. Uh, you know, Debo Samuel's still not back. Ayuk is still a rookie. Um, yeah, I mean, there's potential there. Uh, I don't completely hate it like I did last week. But um, hey, last week the hey, what did they get last week? I gotta see what they got last week. I don't know. I wasn't too high, but they did okay. See. I think. Let's see. Let's see. I'm clicking on. Let's see. They got nine points last week, and they yeah. were. I don't even know what they were. They were bottom of the barrel team. Hey, Dom comes up clutch with defenses every week. So here we go. That's... Here, giving you the Giants again. All right, that's not too shabby. I'm gonna roll with the Colts, forty one hundred dollars mm. against oh, the Jets. Man. So mean, you're you're going all the way up. I don't yeah. see why. Yeah, why not? You know, Jets if, suck. If you if you have money left over for defense, it's almost a no brainer. I mean, the Jets' offensive line, besides Mackay Becton, is just miserable. There's no wide receivers. Braxton Berrios is probably gonna be the number one wide receiver this week. Uh, it's just. It's just brutal. It's brutal as a Jets fan, and I think the Colts are just going to exploit every single weakness of the New York Jets, and I just feel so sorry for Sam Darnold. It's just it's just going to be brutal the whole year. Um, but, yeah, Colts 4,100, I think it's a lock. Yeah, uh, I don't see any way the Colts' defense doesn't get you over possibly 13, 14 points this week. Yeah. Uh, and just a quick shout-out to Makai Becton because he is – I mean, he had a great game for a second game ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, we could become, if we were getting to the O-line kind of fan account, Kai Becton's up there as one of my favorite O-lines, O-linemen uh, in the NFL. Yeah, man. He's he's learned extremely quickly. Yeah. And he, he's an absolute monster. So, oh, yeah. I mean, if they could just polish up the right side, you know, it'll, it'll make things better for everybody. But um, don't see that happening this year. So, mm-hmm. Run for your life, Sam Darnold. Run for your life. <laughs> run out of run out of New Jersey. Yep. I, oh, I just feel so bad for him. <laughs> uh, all right. Those are our DraftKings plays of the week. Um, you'll see some of those names on Sunday in a thread format prior to the one o'clock kickoff. Um, and we'll get you value plays and locks of the week. All right. Moving on to picks against the spread. Um Dom is currently in the lead with 20 picks correct in two weeks. I have 19 picks correct in two weeks. And Chris Morris has 15 correct. Not good for the bank account. Not good. Not good for the bank account for Morris over there in Philly. Um, And also not great as a Philly fan. (laughs) Yeah. This this uh, podcast, other than me, is having an awful year watching football. Yeah, it's uh, it's not been good. It's not been good. All right. Um, at least it's been good for me for fantasy, so I'll take that. I'll take that. All right, moving on to picks against the spread. We'll start with uh, tonight's game. It is currently 15 minutes before kickoff, so we'll run through this just so we can watch some football. Um, we got Miami against Jacksonville. I have here Jacksonville as a three-point favorite. Who you got? I like the Dolphins this week. As do I. All right. Uh, sh- Ooh, it's going to be a high-scoring game, by the way, I think. Uh, mm. But, yeah. yeah um, all right. that over. Yep. Moving on to Chicago-Atlanta. I have 
Why am I doing this myself? I have Atlanta minus three. I also have Atlanta. Uh, I don't know why. I feel like the same way you feel, right? Why bet Atlanta? Because they're just going to let you down, but I got Atlanta. Hey, they covered last week, and I was all over it. So. <laughs> hey, that is true. That uh, is true. <laughs> all right. Uh, Rams, Bills. Bills are home, and they're two-point favorites. Uh, I believe I took the Bills in my wager. Okay, I week, have. So I'm going to take the Bills here. I have the Rams. Um, yeah, I just like the Rams this year. I'm all over them. Um, all right, Washington football team against Cleveland at Cleveland. Cleveland seven point favorites. Cleveland wins. Washington football team covers though. I agree. I agree completely. I'm actually looking forward to that game. Um, Tennessee is a two and a half point favorite on the road in Minnesota. <sighs> this one's tough for me. If there was a game to stay away from, it'd be this game. Uh, I think I'm going to roll with the Titans, though. Yeah, I'm rolling with the Titans. I think Derrick Henry and both both him and Tannehill go bananas this week. Um, I do think their defense yields points, though, so that's where I'm kind of scared. But still going to go with Tennessee. All right. Las Vegas at New England. New England's a six-point favorite here, Dom. I get it. I, I mean, I do get West Coast team has to travel east again. Uh, I like the Raiders to cover this. I think they lose, but I think they cover. I, the Raiders, that Raiders team, I think you were right in your prediction. The Raiders team is much better than, than I definitely thought. Uh, Darren Waller is a stud again. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, oof, God. They never play well going east. East Coast, 1 o'clock. They never do but I'm still going to pick them to cover. <laughs> hey, they played well against the Panthers to, enough to cover week one. Yeah, yeah, that's true. All right. All right, moving on. Here's the game uh, we were just discussing a little earlier. San Francisco against the Giants. Um, San Francisco's four-point favorites on the road in uh, New Jersey. I got the New York Giants G-Men to not only cover, but my upset special of the week. Ooh, okay, Dom. Um, I'm not sure how I see that uh, that they do that without Saquon, but um, you know, I don't I don't particularly hate it. I think this is a very close football game. I'm still gonna roll with the Niners though, just to be different than you. Um, try to catch up a game, but I don't hate that upset of the week. I think when I place a bet, I might do Giants either plus four or money line. Um, so so we'll see on that. It's gonna be a a doozy. All right. Cincinnati at Philly. Philly is a five and a half point favorite against Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Ooh, see, that kind of changes things. See, I, I took the Eagles at four and a half, but at five and a half, I'm kind of liking the Bengals. Uh, I know it makes no difference, but I'm going to take the Bengals this week. I did do this yesterday. So if it changed, I'm sorry. Oh, no, um, I, I, t- I took mine like Tuesday. So don't worry about it. Yeah. Okay. If, if anything, it's my fault. But I mean, at four and a half and five and a half shouldn't make much of a difference, but it does to me for some reason. Yeah, I'm still taking the Bengals regardless. <laughs> um, I think they have a chance to win this football game. Um, but we'll see. I mean, you know, Carson Wentz, man, step it up for your boy Morris or else he's going to have a freaking conniption. <laughs> uh, all right. Houston at Pittsburgh, which I think is going to be a great football game. 
Um, Pittsburgh's a four-point favorite at home against Watson and the Texans. I like the Steelers this week. I don't think there's any slowing them down. Uh, James Conner, I expect to have a big game. Uh, and that Texans team, they're just not the Texans of that we're used to watching that goes, you know, 9-7 is penciled in for the 4-30 start week one of uh, the playoffs on that Saturday game in January. So I got Steelers this year, this week. I'm going to roll with the Texans. I just, I don't know why. Um, I, they played the Ravens tough for three quarters of that game last week. So I'll take, I'll take the four. I'll, I don't know, man. It's, it's going to be tough. And I feel like it's a game I'm going to lose, but I'm going to roll <laughs> with it anyway. Deshaun Watson, please prove everybody wrong and uh, stay strong for the Texans. Um, maybe if they had a wide receiver. <laughs> Whatever. Bill O'Brien sucked my dick. Um, all right. Um, Panthers, Chargers. Chargers, six-and-a-half-point favorites at home against Carolina. This is another tough one. Uh, I like the Chargers here. I just think Chargers will be too much for that Panther offense to overcome. Uh, so I got the Chargers. I'm going to take the Panthers. Don't know why. Um <laughs> It's the third week in a row I've taken them, but um, I don't know. I just Herbert, young quarterback. We'll see. I don't know. Um, all right, moving on to the Jets and the Colts. Colts are ten and a half point favorites at home. Uh, can't bet against the Jets, unfortunately, it's just against my morale. So I'm going to take the L and take the Jets. <laughs> no, I was really thinking Jets here. Ten and a half is a huge number. Uh, yeah, it's ridiculous. Gonna, but I'm going to take the Colts. Yeah, I mean it's hard. Uh, it's hard not to. It's hard not to. Um, whatever the Jets, man. Um, all right, Tampa Bay in Denver. Um, Tampa Bay is a six-point favorite on the road in Denver. I I like the Bucks here. Uh, I think their offense will be too much for the backup quarterback and Jeff Driscoll shout out university of Florida, even though he didn't graduate from there. Uh, but I think it'll, the, this Bucks team is just going to be too much for them. I'm going to take Denver. Let's take Denver. They're, they're going to be close. Even with Driscoll, they're going to be close in a lot of football games. Um, two and zero against the spread this year so far. Exactly. That's, that's why I'm rolling with it. It's not, <laughs> it's just, they're going to keep football games close. There's their defense is still good, even with injuries. So, um, you know, I like their chance, especially at home, you know, in that uh, elevation. Um, they're used to it. So, give me the Broncos. I think Melvin Gordon has a good game. Um, all right. Detroit at Arizona. Here is a tough one. Um, Arizona's a five-and-a-half-point favorite. I really don't think it's tough at all. <laughs> uh, I got really? The, okay. I got, yeah, I got the Cardinals blowing out the Lions. I think the Cardinals' offense is too much – for this Detroit defense that got absolutely shredded by the Packers. Uh, Kyler Murray is going to be way too much. DeAndre Hopkins is going to be basically uncoverable. I'm going to roll with Detroit. I think Kenny Galladay being back is a huge step up for their offense in Detroit. And I think they get back to their old ways of, you know, Matt Stafford slinging the rock downfield to his big boys, Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones and checking down to DeAndre Swift and, uh, Danny Amendola. So, you know what? I think it's going to be a close football game. It's going to be a shootout. Um, give me Detroit. I don't just 
just the gut feeling here. All right. Here's a good game. Dallas, Seattle. Seattle's a four-and-a-half-point favorite at home against Dallas, and it's like a 56-point over-under, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I like the Seahawks here. Home, I think their offense is just hitting all hitting all the right buttons right now, uh, and I think they win this game. Yeah, I had Dallas originally, but uh, ah, I'm going to stick with Dallas. Don't know why. Damn it. <laughs> I just – it's going to be close, and I think their receivers are going to go off. Dak Prescott's going to go off. Zeke's going to go off. So, complete, literally just here, you know, Russ, you take the ball, score. Dak, you take the ball, score. So, it's going to be close. Um, and four and a half, I, I like. I think it's going to be within a field goal. Um, all right. Green Bay, Sunday Night Football, Green Bay at New Orleans. New Orleans is a three-point favorite at home. So, ultimately, it's an even football game, Tom. I, I think the Packers, this could be another ugly one for the Saints. Uh, I think the Packers, again, rolling. Uh, offense was clicking every which way uh, on Sunday. Aaron Jones, absolute stud. Uh, you know, Devonta Adams, the strained hamstring does kind of worry me. I think he will play, and I think he still will be productive. But look for MVS and Lazard to have, you know, go off. You know, MVS is, I think, one game away from really just – completely changing his career after the down year last year. Uh, and obviously I'm never going to bet against the Packers. Uh, I got the Packers. Yeah. I'm going to take the Packers as well. Double it down. Um, I really like them this year and not huge on the saints. Um, and we'll monitor Michael Thomas's, uh, you know, activity going forward, but I still like green Bay regardless. If you play Yeah, me not. too. Me too. All right, moving on to Monday night football game, possibly the game of the year. Baltimore at home against Kansas City, and they're three-and-a-half-point favorites, Tom. This one's tough for me because the Chiefs, they just didn't look like they played well last week, and it was just completely different from week one and the Chiefs, you know, we're used to seeing because even when they play crappy, they still play really well. And I know they won the game. uh, They kind of got going late, but – you got to against the Ravens, you're going to have to go the whole game. You know, you can't take plays off and whatnot. With that said, though, I am going to still take the Chiefs to cover the game. I don't know if they'll win. I think this game could come down to a field goal uh, or a game winning field goal, but I think the Chiefs cover. Okay. I'm going to. So I think the Chiefs kind of overlooked LA last week and was looking forward to this game. Um, you saw they got off to a slow start. Um, but the Ravens, man, I think I think they're, they're going to be the best team in the regular season. And then we'll see about Kansas City in the playoffs. So right now I'm going to take the Baltimore Ravens to cover this three-and-a-half points. Mm. Um, I can't wait for this football game, though. I really can't. Take the under. Yeah, I think I would roll with the under, too. <laughs> Although – I don't even oh. know what it – I don't even know what it's at, but – I can't imagine this. I think this game is like a, for some reason, I have this game as like a 28, 27 type game, you know? And mm-hmm. I know that get, I know that's, you know, was that 55 points? Yeah. But, that's in the fifties, <laughs> but I can't, like, what's the over under for this game? It's gotta be high. I thought it was, um, I thought it was like 53. Uh, the last well, time I looked. If that's the case, I was at, I was thinking like 56, 57. 
And I was like, I think it just barely gets there. And that's why I would say take the under. But if Let it's at 53, check. take the over. Let me double check real quick. What do we got here? Uh, where is it? Where is it? Okay, over under is 54 and a half. Ooh, so right there. Uh, you know what? I'm still taking the under. I don't know what I would do. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's going to be close. Uh, I'm going to roll with the over. Um, I think Mahomes is going to is going to come back slinging, and Lamar is going to come back running, and it's, it's – I can't wait to watch that game. It's going to be awesome. All right. Well, that concludes picks against the spread. We will get Morris's picks in, um, I guess, prior to Sunday. Um, rest in peace to his little puppy. Uh, that's why he can't be here today. Um, mourning the loss of his little dog. But, um, you know, good plays this week for DraftKings. Good picks against the spread. I think we have a lot of differences here, Dom. And I can either catch you or fall way, way behind. So, yeah, it's going to be you know, one of those weeks. It'll, it'll get interesting. Um, and uh, we'll see what Morris has, has uh, cooked up for us in regards to DraftKings plays and, and picks against the spread on Sunday. Um, Want to remind everyone to visit jokermag.com, the home of the underdog. Every week, uh, there's a newsletter. Every Tuesday, rather, subscribe to it. The underdog newsletter comes out every Tuesday morning around 6.30 a.m. Great stuff. Um, takes about 10 minutes to read in, t- in totality. Um, nice with a good cup of coffee and, um, especially after a long night of Monday night football, come back in the morning, there's still sports for you. So good stuff there from O'Shea over at jokermag.com. Uh, also want to remind everyone to visit us on Twitter at plays sneaky. Like we said earlier on Sunday, we'll be putting out our threads at around 10 o'clock in the morning. Um, you know, for your value plays of the week, locks of the week. And then later in the day, your Sunday night football captains showdown plays of the week. So stay tuned for all that. And we'll see you next week for week four. Good stuff, Dom. Yeah, go Pack go.